What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Rocket Punch Show. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, as always. Right next to me, my partner in crime, uh, Will. Sir, what is going on this week? I am laughing at that screenshot we just saw from a Final Fantasy XIV cinematic. That was a screenshot. That was a screenshot. I'll I'll give it that. We can call it a screenshot. It it is mildly horrifying and hilarious all at the same time. (laughs) But... Yes. Uh, you know what, though? It's okay, because we get to celebrate Final Fantasy again this year. We do. I know I know you're excited. Oh. I, so, the first first episode we stream, after you get it, Cloud's uh, bike and Cloud it, need to be right there. Confirmed. It will happen. It will happen 1,000%. If you don't think it won't, you're a fool. You've never listened to the show, period. Okay? That's it. That's it. Um... No, it. <clears throat> how's the week been? So we, Rocket Punch four has been installed. It's yep. been running for a week. What do you think so far? How's it been? So, what do you? What do you? I'm liking it. Uh, I'm tired, but not because of Rocket Punch. I'm tired from work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired from my day job. I I agree with you on that one. It, it's work uh, and then setting everything up. It's been it's been a lot, but I, I know the big part was getting everything rolled out. Yes, um, it's rolled out. Um, Disorderly Conduct Episode 2 will be coming probably not this week, but next week. So, you know, it's going to be bi-weekly until I get a solid rhythm with that because it's a lot of recording to cut down stuff. So, yeah. and like, like piggybacking off of that, like, we we're definitely got our schedule and stuff going through on when we want to release content. But if you guys have any ideas, any feedback, um, we will we set it. In the past, in our content, we will continue to keep saying it before. Like, if you guys have feedback for us, um, what we're doing great, what you like, what you think could be done better, let us know. We take that feedback to heart and kind of tweak and do what we can to make it better so that you guys can continue to enjoy the stuff we're doing here at Rocket Punch. Um, That's why we made a lot of changes with 4.0. Yes, I agree. That's why we're bringing game reviews back. Yes. Um, That's why we're doing a a lot more video content uh, because of your guys' continued feedback. And just so you know, if you're a friend of the show, you have an opportunity to be in disorderly conduct. Just saying. That's true. If you want to jump in, have some Because we will credit you with your gamer tag in the video notes. Ooh, there you go. You want to be credited? It's so awesome when you get to see your name roll across or pop up in the the notes. It will definitely be in the show notes. All right. No, anything else? Any other cool, eventful stuff happened this week? For you, other than work and life, honestly, no. I had like a six-day stretch at work, and that about blew me out as far as just mental energy. You did have a six-day, yeah, you did. And it's okay because after Tuesday, I get another six days in a row. Ooh, (laughs) yes. It, uh, you know, we're not gonna. I'll talk about it at the top of the show because I don't think we're gonna talk about it much at table talk. Maybe I'll talk about it more. Um, I actually jump back in. I know. We'll get to a point. You have issues with this particular company right now, but um, Overwatch League started. Actually, two things. One is gaming-related, one is not gaming-related, but still worth note um, because we're in the South and we have to talk about it. Um, Number one, Overwatch League started this week. Yeah, I Um, followed everything from that company. And Yeah, I know know you're not following it, but I am. And it was really cool. It was really interesting to see people in their home cities and like how that was going to work. I will tell you... Right up front, 
whoever was running production mm-hmm. for um, the first day, like actually like did the scene switching and stuff like that. Oh, they got fired. For sure, well, they got no, fired. That was probably an intern because all the talent left. It um, excuse me. Like there were moments where all of a sudden the um, analysts are talking, and then all of a sudden, like the cheese it ad sponsor pops in, and it just sits there, and they're talking, but it's just sitting there, and they're like, "Let's keep going." Like there are times where the um, the shoutcasters are trying to end the um, match. Mm-hmm. And then ad pops up and like cuts them off when they're trying to finish their stuff, or they're standing there awkwardly and didn't switch over, so they got super fired. Um, you know what? <laughs> I don't even feel bad because Blizzard deserves all of this. But it, they did clean up. I, I say they got fired somewhat jokingly, but whoever stepped in on Sunday, yeah, um, today as we're recording this, they were, they were on it every that, step of the way. That's a shame. They should have given the other person a promotion. Because that's how I feel like Blizzard's, uh, you know, hiring structure is right now. <laughs> it's like, oh man, we royally fucked that up. Well, promote that guy. <laughs> I, maybe they did. You know what? Maybe he's making some high level decisions now that we don't know about. Yeah, I no. I mean, maybe he's over the Warcraft Three uh, development team. But I mean, like, I will definitely say there are a lot of people who are excited about it being in their hometowns. Like the New York arena was completely packed. Every, I'm sure it was sold yeah. out or very close to being sold out. Um, a lot of cool stuff that happened there. Um, Overwatch matches were very much Overwatch matches. Some of the tweaks they made mm-hmm. are a lot smarter. Oh, yeah? Um, they no longer do four maps. It's first to three. If that means that it's a 3-0, then it's over. It's 3-0 and then they end it. They don't do a fourth map just for the sake of map counts. Like It makes maps matter even more. Um, so if you can pull, even if you lose, if you can pull maps off somebody, that could still help you in the long run. So um, a couple of other cool features and stuff like that. Um, come follow me at C. Kearns if you want to know more about the Overwatch League. Um, I may actually, was considering going to um, an Atlanta Rain match in March. Have fun. I'm ex- I'm if in- I go to Atlanta, I will be hanging out in a bar <laughs> instead of watching that. I... Uh... All my Blizzard stuff after tonight will be going into a box, and it will not be looked at for at least uh, the next four or five Please, years. I spaced out, and that is a StarCraft shirt you're wearing. It was in the rotation. Um, but I can't wait to buy Final Fantasy merch to replace yeah. it all. <laughs> Just replace everything. Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm very much done. The- I've requested refunds and returns on everything that has not released yet. Mm-hmm. I've canceled subs. I'm done. I won't be coming back. That door is shut and locked permanently. That's a, that's a shame. Like, I pulled the statues. They're in a box. Man. I pulled the little horde stuff off my desk. It's in a box. That hurts, too. The BlizzCon thing off the mat that we bought, mm-hmm. that's in a box. I took down the framed piece of artwork with the WoW team on it. Put that in oh. a box. Oh, man. That hurts. That's right in no, the feels. No, all of it. It's all going away. I am done with Blizzard. Well, you had to touch Warcraft Three. That's all I got to say. Mo- moving away from Overwatch League for a minute, another thing that yeah. launched this week was the XFL. Oh, that's did you right. see? They did, they it did, did. It rolled out this week. Um, I caught a couple of minutes of that. Okay. Um, it's football outside of football season, and it's really cool. And I think that hmm. this has a better chance to succeed than the old XFL or even the AAF that happened last year. 
Um, they did a lot more interviews. So, like, they have reporters on the field. So, as soon as, like, a big play happens, they're like, so what did you think about the big play? And they'll cut over to that. They, they've mm. tightened up a lot of stuff. So, the, um, the clock is now 25 seconds instead of 40 for the play clock. Okay. And, and they what's what's very good and one thing I like about it is that they took a lot of player safety into concerns. So, for example, in the XFL now, kickoff returns you don't start. They're not traditional kickoff returns. Basically, what you do is that the kicker stays in the same place. <laughs> mm-hmm. The opposing team goes and stands on the like the thirty yard line. Mm-hmm. And then the um, returning team stands, their players stand at the 25-yard line, and then they have a person catching in the back. They stand there. They do not have running starts. The kicker will kick the ball, and they have to stand there until um, the player catches the ball. When he catches the ball, then they go with five yards between them, and you have to figure out where you want to go. And it helps prevent, like, head-on collisions and, like, hard hits like that. Yeah, because those hits, when you've been sprinting for half the field... Imagine you getting hit, like you're 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 trotting along, and then some dude, some three hundred pound guy coming at you at fifteen to twenty miles an hour goes pop. Yeah, and they are legit doing like fifteen to twenty miles an hour because Jesus, those guys get moving. The podcast, the podcast in Twitch chat says, "Hey guys, how's it going? How are you, sir? Welcome to the stream. Glad yes. you're joining us here for Rocket Punch Show episode two. Sit back, get you something to drink, get comfortable, and sit in with us. We're glad to have you." Um, but no, the XFL was cool. If you're a football fan, which this is the South, by living in the South, you are obligated contractually <laughs> to be a football fan. Um, I'm joking about that, honest, uh, obviously, but maybe not. Um, <clears throat> but it, the XFL was cool. And actually, I didn't watch a lot of the matches because um, Overwatch League was on and I was flipping between the two. Okay. Um, I actually, I'll, I'll probably have to uh, sit down and actually watch one of the matches next week. Because they play on Saturdays and Sundays from February through, mm-hmm. like, end of April. So, it's really cool. Alright. Well, I think it will be interesting then. I need to watch some of their stuff because i got to watch something other than the Overwatch League. Yeah. XFL. XFL. There you go. Yeah. It fills that, fills that yep. void. I have uh, torched and burned everything. So, yes. you, I'll, I will keep you updated. <clears throat> oh, you don't need to. On the Overwatch. Okay. <laughs> I, I have burned that part of my brain. I've deleted all the apps. We're good. Okay. And uh, good. Stay hydrated. That's important. I was going to say, the, the podcastinist, <laughs> make sure I'm saying your name right, is um, has in chat already ahead of you. you got my Aquafina. Good job. Also want to shout out, it says, it's going good, thank you. I'm doing well. I'm new to streaming, and I'm doing a chilled out stream right now with some music and giving random cool channel shout outs and props. Well, you know what? Let's, can we, yeah, I think we can do that. I just actually remembered how to do that now. <laughs> yes. We're going to do that the same as well, guys. Uh, the podcastinist, he's new. To the Rock Punch Show, new to the family, so if you're watching via Twitch Live, join. join, head over to his channel, make sure you follow him, so you can get some cool, random, <clears throat> chill music right now. Yo, that that is something to be appreciated. <clears throat> yes. Um, but the, that, that, fir- that first shout out's free. The next one, you gotta, you gotta <clears throat> use the rocket fuel to get that, um, <laughs> our, our channel point system, but uh, are you ready to start episode two proper? I mean, yeah. Let's uh, let's hit it with a sledgehammer. And get okay. going. Let me make sure this new stuff I got to work through, so I got to get in the mindset what? here. No, yeah, this is a little different from what we normally no. used to do. No, no, um, no. So, if you did not know, welcome to the Rocket Punch Show. This is your southern source for all things gaming, geek culture, and more. 
Um, you can listen to us every Tuesday on your podcast service of choice. You can also watch us live and be a part of the conversation right here on twitch.tv slash rocket punch live each and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Join in, be a part of chat, goof off with us, uh, talk about these uh, serious topics that we have conversations about. It's super awesome. Um, if you want to know more about Rocket Punch, you can head over to rocketpunchgo.com. Um, that's your one-stop shop for all things Rocket Punch. All of our podcasts, videos, and more are going to be right there at your fingertips. Um, we just got updated, revamped, thanks to our designer, Seth Turner. Um, if you want to know more about his work, check our site out. You can also follow him at Darth Turner on Twitter. You can also um, check out his stuff if you're looking for some graphic needs, designer needs, um, at hellosethturner.com. Um, if you want to be a part of the Rocket Punch family, join us in Discord, hang out with us, help grow our community, you can head over to our Discord channel. Um, for Twitch people, we've posted it in chat. If you're watching via podcast services, it'll be in the show notes for you to join in there as well. Yes, um, yes. <clears throat> You know, a, a lot of the stuff we do here at Rocket Punch cannot be done without your guys' help. So if you want to help support us here, there are plenty of ways you can do that. Uh, the easy way, of course, is if you're listening via audio services, you can review us on your audio service of choice. Um, you can also follow us and share us on our social media channels um, at Rocket Punch Go on Twitter and um, Rocket Punch Network on Facebook at Rocket Punch Go on Instagram as well. Um, guys, go over there, follow our content, share the stuff to your friends and family. Let them know what we're doing here at Rocket Punch. It helps us grow and helps us make better stuff for you. We always appreciate that. Um, if you're watching on Twitch, you can support us by becoming a subscriber, uh, hitting the following us here, and then su subbing to our channel. You can use your free Twitch Prime sub to sub here, get access to some cool emotes, um, boost your channel point stuff so you can do crazy stuff with us in chat, and a whole lot more. Um, and then also, if you want to um, go even further beyond, you can um, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rocket punch. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to a lot of cool exclusive stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. Um, and speaking of Patreon here, this show, as well as all the content we do at Rocket Punch here, is brought to you by our producers. I want to give a shout out to them, uh, Chuck O, Jossie M, Sam S, Jeremy M, Stephen S., and Tyler H. Thank you guys for your continued support and helping helping to make Rocket Punch possible. Let's get right down to it here. Uh, first section of the new <coughs> format show here, upcoming events and announcements. Um, Events-wise, we had the Rocket Punch 4.0 discussion. Um, could you actually, if, could you repost the announcement video in chat from YouTube? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Will's going to post that for you here. If you're new to the channel, um, if you're watching live, or if, you had an, if you're listening via audio and you haven't had a chance to watch the video here, we've got our new announcement video for Rocket Punch 4.0, detailing all of the cool, amazing new stuff that we're doing here at Rocket Punch. Uh, give that a watch there. It's 22 minutes, but it's a very tight 22 minutes. has a lot of information that you'll want to know about and um, ways in how you can get involved with our community, as well as look, at all, look forward to all the content that we've got coming your guys' this way. Um, as far as content goes here, uh, for Twitch... Uh, Rocket Punch live streams this week. Uh, we're going to be jumping in Tuesday. Going to be playing some John Wick Hex, which I've not. I've had that game. I pre-ordered it. I have not had a chance to play that. Really? Yeah, haven't had a chance to play it. So um, this Tuesday we're going to be playing that. Um, this Wednesday, we're gonna, I think I'm going to be jumping back into some more Apex Legends. Had a great time playing that. Um, if you're watching via Twitch, you can check the clips page here. We we did pull off a win. We were very excited about that. And then um, this Sunday, which we would have done this today. like today, but um, 
I, family stuff came up, so I couldn't do it. So next Sunday, um, before the Rocket Punch show, episode three, um, I'm going to look into partnering with our um, fellow streamer and friend, Sanders Pool, and he's going to come over and we'll stream some Call of Duty Modern Warfare, that 2v2 gunfight stuff, because I have not played any multiplayer in that game yet. Huh. Hang on. Does he have a portable laptop that can play that game? Oh, I mean, I, I told, I said he was going to come over here. He's going to be at home. We're going to stream and partner. I mean, up. I mean, he's close enough to come over. But he, yes, he is. You were correct. But he has been on stream with us before. Actually, last episode when we were talking about Kakarot. Oh, he was. Yeah, he's been on the Rocket Punch show in the That's inaugural right. episode. The inaugural. You were correct. The inaugural episode. He was on there. Um, so we'll have the schedule updated for you guys. Uh, just make sure if you want to know when we're going live. Click the heart, follow us here on Rocket Punch live on Twitch, and you'll be and, notified. you know, hey, we got some stuff going on YouTube there as well, so if you want to get up to date on that, you can give us a little follow. Exactly. That is it for the upcoming events and announcements here. We're jumping into our next section here. Oh, as, thank you. Thank you very much. The podcastinist is following us on Twitch. It's much appreciated. We very much appreciate you. Thank you for that. Um, we're going to jump now to the news here. We've got the top news items you need to know from last week. Um, we got four items on the docket today. Yes, uh, yes we do. <laughs> Will, if you would not mind... I got you. ...reading through some of the stories so I can get a swig of water. What? Um, you want to actually take care yeah, of yourself I, and hydrate? I kind of do. I, I know I'm being real selfish, but if you oh, wouldn't no, mind, no, that You're great. good, you're good. Um, um, take it number one. Yeah, so I'm going to share the article we're pulling this from. But the Rockstar co-founder, Dan Hauser, is leaving the company. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Dan Hauser, uh, along with his brother, Sam, founded Rockstar. He's been one of the most important figures in video games in the last 20 years. Well, um, he's kind of been on a break for a minute. But he's actually making it official. He's going to actually... For some reason, he went on like a sabbatical and decided to take a vacation after being constant pushing for like yeah. decade plus. He's, he's been and on it, a break since 2019. And I think he finally realized that there's more to life than making things. And he's going to go spend his millions. Oh, yeah. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing fine. Yeah. It's one of those, like, he may be leaving the company, but he's still founded the company. And let's see. Um, last I checked, Grand Theft Auto was still in the top ten sales mm. uh, for all of the last, like, since it came out. It's every always month. On, every month it's been on the Every time. So he's not hurting. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, really, it's kind of sad. But at the same time, you know, hey, let him go relax, have his fun. He may come back at some point. You never know. Yeah. That's kind of where, where I am on it. It's like, you know what, dude? I don't feel bad. Like, go take a break. You spent how much time making video games? Like, breathe. So, for people who don't know as well, so Dan Hauser is one of the founders of Rockstar. Uh, him yep. and his brother... Is it Sam? Yeah, that's what I read in there. Okay. I, I, I couldn't remember his brother's name. Yeah. Um, both of them were founders of the um, of Rockstar. Sam Hauser, his brother, will still be there. He's yes. not leaving. He's still head of Rockstar. But now it is not, no, it's no longer co-heads. Dan is out. He's done. Um, I, I ask you, what do you think this will do to do you think this will affect Grand Theft Auto 6 or whatever the next Grand no. Theft Auto game is? I don't think this will touch Grand Theft um, Auto 6 at all because I think <clears> that game's been in production for years and I think it'll probably come out sometime next year. Yep. It'll be my guess. Oh, new consoles, new Grand Theft Auto, 
you know, set in a different well, I mean, city. It the the special thing about Rockstar and the Grand Theft Auto games is that they don't have to work around the schedule. Like they can drop it at any point in time, anywhere, and people are going to buy it. Everyone Full will stop. turn around that has five, and they're going to be like. Yeah, you know what? I'd like some more Grand Theft Auto. I've been playing it for like 10 years. Give me more. Yeah. And the fact that they have Grand Theft Auto Online now yeah. could be a big selling. That helps keep the revenue streams coming. Um, I'm scared to look at the books for this game and see how much money this thing has made. Uh, I'm actually pulling up the Grand Theft Auto Five total sales right now. Because, so funny thing, um, Grand Theft Auto Five isn't just the highest selling video game in all of history. It's the highest selling piece of media in history. It's actually outsold things like, as an example, like the Bible. <laughs> whoa, whoa, you man, this is the South. You can't say that. You can't say that on the podcast. Whoa, whoa, man. Look, look, look. All I'm saying is, it's outsold things like that. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point, like, let's be real, it's outsold every other game in history. <laughs> it's it's made more money than most uh, movies. I would have to look. I'd have to think maybe Tetris and or Minecraft might still be at the top. It's got over 110 million copies sold. And that was as of March of 2019. Mm, it, it, it depends on how you categorize Tetris because I think they bundle like all versions oh, of Tetris hey, into hey, one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Tetris, all of them, is 170 million. Yeah, okay. All right. Minecraft is 154 million. And so this, if we average its growth based off of every month that's near the top. Mm-hmm. It's going to be closer to Minecraft right now. So, I'm sorry. Third highest selling game of all time. Third? Okay, yeah. Still. Yeah. Pretty right. good. Mob B, it's also made more money than all the other games. That's pretty good. Now, I'm not going to... I'm saying paid games, not like Fortnite where it's freemium. Like, we get free to play and then we get the skins and the V-Bucks and all that. Mm-hmm. Because Fortnite last year alone made like $1.8 billion. Yeah, that's nuts. It's crazy to think how much money is in this hobby. <laughs> hobby. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a hobby for us. It's not a hobby for the kid who won the Fortnite tournament and became a millionaire. Good point. That's his job. <laughs> do you do you think this will have any effect on Rockstar as a I company? Be, I bet you the the culture in the company is going to shift a bit. I don't know at this point which one of the brothers was the one causing the big cult, uh, culture of crunch. Because that, that was interesting because it, Shri- Jason it, Schreier from Kotaku came yep. up and was like, it, from his reports, he um, they have been saying that the culture since Dan Hauser, even when he was on his break, the culture around Rockstar has been improving significantly. So maybe it's the best that he cash in his check and leave. Maybe. I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, only people who work there will know. Like, 100%. Like, being total transparent. But, that's okay, because that's not the only thing that's changing in the gaming landscape. The next one we're going to be talking about is Microsoft's Xbox boss, Phil Spencer, is saying Amazon and Google are the main competitors going forward and not Nintendo and Sony. Cam has feelings on this. Yeah. Um, I've... Can I, I'm going to read this. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. I'm going to jump in for this one. I'll let you get the next one. No, you're uh, good. Because I, I do have some feelings on this. Very interesting feelings mixed ambivalence. Uh, are, are they are they hitting you in the feels, Cam? A little you, bit. Is your Sony feels hurting? A little bit. Well, no. Your no. Sony feels are Not crying. My Sony feels. 
Um, Tom Warren over at The Verge here writing this article. Uh, Microsoft's head of gaming and Xbox, Phil Spencer, has revealed that the company sees Amazon and Google as its main competition for the future. Speaking in an interview with newly launched technology publication Protocol, Spencer dismisses Sony and Nintendo's ability to create a cloud infrastructure that will challenge Microsoft, Google, or Amazon. Quote, When you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward, says Spencer. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the tradition... But the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions in dollars in cloud over the years. Microsoft has been realigning its gaming efforts for a future far beyond the Xbox console. The software giant's big efforts now involve reaching billions of players around the world with cloud gaming. Google has already launched its Stadia service... And Microsoft is trialing its own xCloud streaming service that is set to launch fully later this year. Um, well, I want to read the quote. Uh, Spencer has previously discussed the threat of Amazon and Google as competitors, but not in such clear terms. He has previously stated that Microsoft's gaming business, quote, isn't how many consoles you sell, end quote. And he acknowledges this further by noting that Microsoft isn't interested in getting into a future format war with Nintendo and Sony. Quote, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world, says Spencer in the interview. Ultimately, that's the goal. End quote. I mean, I agree with him on some points here. Like, okay. The idea of getting gaming to everybody. Because in places like China, this is your primary gaming device. Yeah. Um, to quote the company I don't necessarily like the most right now, <laughs> don't you guys have phones? <laughs> Zing! Alright, so most people have a phone. Mm. Most people have that phone connected to an internet connection of some type. I would hope. Right? Well, I mean, for a lot of people, this is their primary computing device. Yeah. Even in Japan, like, mobile gaming is, like, it's massive. the craze in yeah. Japan. Which is why things like the DS and everything else keep up. Because it's one of those where, oh... Why have they not killed the DS in Japan? There are millions. There, there are millions and millions of those games. It's not going to go away anytime soon. The Switch is so big that subway use, I don't see that thing in subway use constantly. I would see people like this. Mm-hmm. You know, because over there they actually are shoving them into the train. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Like, ah! I. No, it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, Let's go, 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 go. I just it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad reading that article. It very clearly states in it that like, as far as cloud gaming, in the gaming in the cloud goes, yeah, Sony and Nintendo are not going to get into that. Like, it. Sony and Nintendo are very much. They are Japanese companies, and in Japanese Japan in general is very traditionalist in a lot of different ways. They stay the course. Each new console cycle, they release new systems. That's the cycle that it is to their in mentality and intent. That is a cycle that it will continue to be. The only reason that would change is if they see that the gaming landscape as a whole changes. If all of a sudden they wake up the next day and a large sum of people have switched over and decided to use cloud gaming as their primary 
delivery service mm-hmm. that's the norm and no longer consoles and PCs, then that is when they will switch over to do whatever they need to. But until that day comes that they because of their traditionalism, they will look at consoles as their primary means of delivering content to people. Yeah, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that. I think the big thing that people got to look at, though, is where are we now and where is it going? Like, yeah, right now, like, what do I want? I want to have a big honking PC with the biggest graphics card I can shove in there and as much solid-state storage to load those games on that I can get. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Where are you at? <laughs> I mean, look, looks at example. Um, we're kind of in the same space, but we're also lucky enough to be able to do that not everybody can and that's going to determine where most of the people go for gaming that's true i think another reason for that like we're going to be i'm I'm telling you we're going to be in this news item for a little bit yeah um another another big thing for me on this is that i don't in like in the cloud gaming space yes amazon and google are clearly their competitors Mm -hmm. i also think i'm being very honest here it is almost looking at it right now in February of 2020. It is almost a non-starter. Like it, it's almost the 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 war is already won. If we're going to go cloud gaming wars, because let's look at it. Google has Stadia. Mm-hmm. Everybody sees where Stadia is at right now. It's not good. And actually, let me go ahead and bring in the next topic to in this since we're talking cloud gaming. Okay, no, because no, I, mean, I think this actually adds credence to this discussion. Um, be, just. For the sake of this, I'm going to link it. So, in one fell swoop, NVIDIA made Stadia irrelevant. They released the GeForce Now, which is their streaming <clears throat> platform. It's five bucks a month, and your games belong to other game platforms that they just import them into the service and stream to you. So, you own the games outside of it. So, if you buy a game on Steam, and it's on GeForce Now, you can just stream it to your product. Mm-hmm. You're done. You don't. You're not stuck on an arbitrary platform. You're not paying this... You know, crazy uh, thing. They have a free tier that's already here. You're limited to an hour a day, uh, but it's free. You know, that's a thing. If you want more than an hour a day, five bucks a month. Chaz has already done it. He's been playing with it. Ooh, we have to get him on the show. We have to talk to him. Yeah, so it's legit like one of those things where it's cool because, hey, if you don't have a computer that can run this, you can stream it. And I'm going to be honest, back when they first started the beta for this... I tried it on that old MacBook Pro I had. Mm-hmm. It worked. I was playing PC games on that Mac. Mind blown. Man, could you imagine if you were on a lunch break somewhere and you just wanted to fire up a PC game real quick? Oh, you could now if your internet was strong enough. Yeah. Even though you have a Mac. That's that's really cool, man. And again, clearly drives home like that is where Stadia is at. Like they're 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 they put themselves in this weird little box. And literally in one fell swoop, NVIDIA came out and said, we're going to charge less, the games are on other platforms, we're just importing them, you're now irrelevant, go back to the here. closet. Uh, it, this this tagline is great for the article here from that we're getting from um, jo- um, Joanna, Joanna Nelius over at uh, PC Gamer. GeForce Now costs less, works with more games, has a free tier, and you don't need to buy any equipment to use it. Check, 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 check. Yeah, now I just got to see, hey, does it work on my phone? It, yeah, in it. <laughs> like, I mean, if it works on your phone, <clears throat> pairs Xbox controller, you're, you're done. And then, like, carrying that and picking it back up on, because um, we'll talk more about GeForce here in a sec. Like, 
Number two, your comp- other competitor, Amazon. What is the thing that Amazon has released in the gaming infrastructure right now that is of any consequence? Other than Am- like what, Amazon Web Services, AWS? Like- um, they do a lot of AWS work. They're working on an MMO. Um, I can't say anything about that MMO right now. Uh, NDAs. That's all I can say. Um, yeah, that's they've got a game studio thing. I don't know what they're working on as far as games. Nobody does. They've released a platform that people can use called Lumber. Lumberyard. Yeah, Lumberyard. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I'm it's a, uh, no, I remember that. That was a game dev architecture thing. Let's get it's a tool. Dev. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a development tool. It's a cool idea, but. Like, beyond that, like, I don't know what to tell them or what's going on because I haven't experienced anything they've made, so I don't know if they're worth anything. And I just, in that sense, like, and then you look at Microsoft coming into this race, like, I honestly feel like Microsoft's already winning by default because your competitors have little to nothing to show, and Microsoft has a service that's in beta with one of the most powerful sets of exclusive games in IP in the world with Halo and Gears and everything like that. And like you put that on a streaming service that they've been talking about and networking it in with Xbox game pass, the best deal in gaming and their Xbox live service. Like as long as you've got a stable-ish internet connection, boom, you're going to be playing Xbox. And like, I don't, that's why it's like, I, I get, I, I get what Phil's saying about from the cloud gaming perspective. Yes, okay, we're going to look at Google and Amazon, but I think mm-hmm. it, it, that's just a, a you've already won the fight. A fight, if we want to even call it. Maybe you know, talk to me in a year from now, and maybe things change. But the, the third point I want to bring up on this is that is, and this this really hits home because of where we live and where we're from, mm-hmm. internet connection. Yep, and that is one of the big reasons that I think that. To the to the average gamer, Microsoft and Sony and PlayStation, or so, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo are still competitors, um, regardless of what Phil says, because there's still a lot of areas just here in the United States that do not have reliable internet connection. You know, wasn't it like two years ago when you finally got a line run out? Um, to get gigabit internet? The fiber, the only reason I got it is a tornado touchdown at the base of the side of the mountain I live on. And it ripped the trees, the power poles, and the farmland up right there. And they had to rerun the poles all the way up there. And they had to rerun power and fiber. Because they did, AT&T doesn't run copper anymore. Otherwise, we were 10 years away from getting any kind of fiber lines. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, and yet, there are still areas... Especially in the rural parts of Alabama where we're at. Where, like, if you're getting 15 to 25 megabytes per second download, dude, you are in a Lamborghini cruising through the, the internet speedway. Like, <laughs> and... <laughs> That's one way to look at it, I guess. And really, like, even if you, like, look at the map, like, a large portion of the Midwest still doesn't have reliable internet. Now, there's large chunks of the country that don't have internet, period. I'm still going to, you know, I know people would say to me, like, but Cam, a lot of people live in these urban areas. You talk about the West with California and Nevada and everything like that. You look up North and like New York or stuff. Yes, you are correct. But until the large majority of people blend in and say, hey, we've got 25 megabits per second or better internet easily and reliably, it's, I think... I understand where Phil's coming from, and I think cloud gaming is going to be 
um, a, a big boon. But I, uh, there was one one of the analysts. I stood by his comment and I agreed with him that um, the game streaming will not replace traditional gaming. It will be a part of traditional gaming for a while. Um, you know. Oh, speaking of uh, Chaz. A while Chaz appeared in chat. He did. Yes. Um, actually, uh, Chaz, we were ju- I was just bringing up how you were playing um, GeForce Now, so you could play a game with the waifu. Yeah, you're not you're not here. That's the thing I love about the Rocket Punch show instead of the Rocket Punch cast. You're not here in physically, but the tech work in chat, aka Chaz, um, our composer here at Rocket Punch. You are in the chat. Let us know what you what do you think about GeForce Now because we're gonna go back on that topic in just a second. But, um, it just, I don't, it's, we have a long time before cloud gaming becomes the norm. I'm not even saying overtakes traditional gaming. I'm just saying like matches up in pairs with traditional gaming. 10 years. Um, it, it, it might be that like the way technology is moving, that is a realistic possibility. But I, I think I say 10 years because once 5G is normalized, then it won't matter. Yeah. But 5G is still like. The bleeding edge cusp of technology, and I'm gonna be honest. Like right now, the big issue you're gonna run into with 5G is cost of rollout, and then faux 5G or real 5G millimeter wave signal, because yeah. that's gonna be insane. I just it. I I don't I don't disagree with what Phil was saying, but I think I was telling you before we started the show. Like I feel like. I feel like maybe he misspoke or may I don't say he misspoke. Phil never well, he does misspeak from time to time. But he's a, I, he's a human. Don't don't make him perfect. He I I just think that maybe that might I don't think that might have oh. been the right thing to say. And that's fair. Like I, I think that I, I still think that your your PlayStation and your Nintendo's are still going to be your main competitors, and I think, me personally, I think that cloud gaming is going to be supplementary. I don't think it's going to overtake. If it does, it's going to be a long time before it does that. And I think that honestly, like, if Amazon and Google are your competitors, Microsoft, you've already won the cloud gaming war. And I think I, I really think that when X Cloud launches, it's going to be the big main takeaway that's going to steal the hearts. And so, because <laughs> as with most. As with most, as with most things, cannot talk. When if you get the mindset of the hardcore gamer, mm-hmm. they will help spread that word to the average Joe that goes around and you know and and that like when you when your non gamer friends ask you like hey I've heard this cloud gaming stuff's pretty cool like which one would you recommend Microsoft you, that's and and I Microsoft already has that with a beta product. Yeah, well, that's because... Well, actually, hang on, before we jump too far into that. So, uh, your boy, uh, Darth Turner, has showed up in chat. Hey, Darth Turner's in chat! Uh, But, to read Chaz's comments, I wish I had more of my Steam library. I want to be able to play all of my Steam games, though, through it, and I'd pay for it because I could play Destiny on my Mac. Uh, Microsoft has my money next time. And then, of course, we got Darth Turner saying, I hear you talking about my baby boy. He almost said hearts, <laughs> hearts and souls. Phil requires souls. All right, we're all caught up for those on audio. We run through that there. But that's just, for that specific topic, that's just my two cents on it. Um, I will. I, I mean, I, I hear you to part of it. 
I think you are going to run into some weird issues next gen mm-hmm. when the premium crowd starts being able to play games on their phone for one of the platforms and not on the other. And unless Sony pivots and makes an app to stream from your console, it's going to be interesting. I think so. Yeah, I I think that's going to be a bigger push than we realize right now. We'll have to see. I I, I, will. Whether it's a big push or not, I think the big thing is that it's still. My thought is that it still will be supplementary. Like that will. Well, it's not going to replace it. No. That in that's that's my big thing. Now, will some people be like, oh, man, you mean you can? I can just pay you to let it process on the server and I can download an app on my Google or Apple TV device and just play it that way and pair an Xbox controller? Yeah, you can. Go for it. I fully foresee that happening. Okay. Uh, Are we GeForce now? That was story number three. Were there anything else we wanted to add on that? I know we read... um, Um, GeForce now, I think, has a... Like what I said earlier, it's made Stadia irrelevant in the five minutes it was announced in. Yeah. Um, Oh, hang on. Darth Runner. Phil has said the 100 million or so console owners are important, but they want to tap the rest of the 7 billion people that play. Yeah. makes sense? I I get it. I I guess I didn't bring that point up. Like, from a business standpoint, I get it because when you you reach out into streaming and other stuff like that, you do reach out to a larger pool of players. But I, I still, a part of me would think that from a business standpoint, that you're you're basically wanting to get them into the ecosystem. Hey, stream our game, man! This is really cool. Mm-hmm. But I wish I could. I wish it was on my TV at home. When I, when I don't have to grab my phone all the time to play this game, and Phil Spencer says, "Well, guess what? We got, got a product a that's I got a box for you." And like it, 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 it it's it goes full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, number four, very, another, I'm, I'm especially with you right now. I definitely want to hear you talk about this. Um, Gears of War studio head, Rod Ferguson is leaving the coalition. Um, reading this here from Charlie Hall over at polygon.com, um, veteran game developer, Rod Ferguson is leaving the coalition where he helped lead the team behind gears five. His next role will be with Blizzard, where he will oversee the Diablo franchise. Ferguson announced the move today via Twitter, quote, Leaving is bittersweet, and I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the Coalition, and Xbox, Ferguson said. Thank you, it has been an honor and a privilege to work with you all. Ferguson's career in the games industry started with Microsoft in the 1990s. In the early 2000s, he joined Epic Games, where he participated in the development of the Gears of War franchise. In 2015, he joined the Coalition, the studio that Microsoft put in charge of Gears of War after buying the franchise from Epic Games. The Coalition's name is a nod to the Coalition of Governments from the Gears of War lore. Um, leave it there. What do you think of this... I think this is Mikey Barra pulling somebody over he can trust to try to fix Diablo. Do you so a lot of a lot of different paths that we can go here. Let's go to the obvious one you just mentioned. Like, do you does this suggest to you that Diablo is in trouble? I think Diablo's been in trouble since the auction house. Really? Oh yeah. Like yes, they fixed Diablo three, but they've what? They've rebooted Diablo four once. Mm-hmm. And I mean Personal opinion here, Blizzard isn't Blizzard anymore. It's Activision Blizzard now. The real original Blizzard people have left. 
It is no longer Blizzard. <laughs> it's fine. This is my final form. <laughs> it may be a final form we didn't want or deserve, but it's what we got. Like the second transformation for Frieza. Sure. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Um, I think Ridley Scott's going to sue somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the third form. <laughs> yeah, well, second transformation, third form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they, Mikey Barra probably got pulled in on a meeting and they were like, look, um, we're, we're going to screw the pooch. We need somebody to help kind of whip this team into shape. And he was like, I know a guy. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yo, what up, Ferg? Yeah. Um, um, I bet he doesn't stay at Blizzard longer than needed to get this out. And then he moves on. You think so? Wow. Yeah, I don't. I think this is going to be kind of like Bioshock Infinite for him. Get in there, fix it, get the team squared away, and then move on with life. Interesting take. Okay. Two second part of the question: Where do you think this leaves the coalition without their create their their, their leader, more or less? Where do you think it, this puts them so in Gears War? That's going to depend on the team he built to support him. If yep. he built a team. That is able to do the work without him present, they're fine. Mm-hmm. If he built a team that relies on him, they're screwed. Um, reading here from Darth Turner um, in Twitch chat makes a comment here. Uh, Rod's nickname is The Closer. He is known for moving into new roles and getting shit done. Yes. Um, now, if you want me to be the way my soul feels right now, I hope he's in there to get the game out and burn the studio down on the way out. Damn, man. Oof. I'm done with Blizz. Super salty, guys. Yeah. No, um... Yeah, no, uh, I wish him well. I hope his career goes well. I hope it's a very short st- short stint at Blizzard. Wow. Darth uh, Turner, you, you know what? how serious this is. Now, I, I, in order for me to ask this question, I have to have you step out of your bubble for just a oh, minute. Oh, no, I stepped out of it initially, and I was like, all right... Here's why I think he's here. Okay, I, I think Mikey I, Barra made the phone call and was like, hey, I need your help to fix this. I, I, I So step out of there one more time. I'm going to ask you yeah. the last part of this question here. Do you think with Rod over here and helping whatever may be going on with Diablo 4, do you think in the end when this game comes out that it will be made better and maybe be more of what the fans want with Rod at the helm? I don't know, uh, but I hope. I hope it's to the standard of old blues. I really do. I oh, hope so too. Yeah, I mean, for those of you who don't know, like Warcraft Three is my favorite game of all time, and well, they torch that. So I, I'm just mega salty. Don't mind me. Um. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, as far as the news, yes. That is it for the news, guys. Here it is time now to jump into our topic of the show. So, this is going to be an interesting topic. We're going to talk about the real world for a little bit. We're going to talk about illness and sickness. And we're going to talk about, surprisingly, like with a lot of the different things and events that have happened in this world over the last decade or two that we haven't, had to have this conversation or felt like we've had to have this conversation probably because of where stuff happened out. So today we're going to talk about the coronavirus. We want to let people know that we're not doctors in any way. So we, if you are ill or sick, we can't help you. We're not certified for that. 
In fact, um, no tech orc. We're not here to talk play Genki either. Um, <laughs> we're not. Yeah, well, I, we, we, we can't speak definitely to recommend. Hey, go see someone who's actually spent the time to get a medical license and actually knows what the hell they're doing. Exactly. We're going to talk. Um, one of the big things about the coronavirus and the game industry and what it's really been doing here um, for people who don't know. For, for some reason, you're hiding under a rock. There has been a huge outbreak of this um illness called the coronavirus that is out over in it started in wuhan wuhan china wuhan region yeah um and it's in china and it's been slowly spreading and it's a uh, kind of new disease up there it's going through and hitting china hard um they've had a couple of outbreaks in usa and other places around the world mm-hmm. like three two or three um here in the u.s we're sub 10 um because yeah. at any Essentially, anyone that has it here went through that region of China. They're they've just they pulled all of the American citizens they can out of that region. They quarantined them at uh, naval bases. Okay. Um, so they're keeping everybody under a fourteen day quarantine. Um, as far it's as that goes, lovely. hey man, it's either that or uh, you go back and get dropped back in the center of the disease land. You choose, and I'm pretty oh, sure I'm you're going to choose an American good. quarantine over that real quick. Cause I'm not mad at him. Not mad yeah. at them. No, um, the crazy thing going on right now is it's it's nothing like the flu. The flu, the flu actually kills millions of people a year, and it infects hundreds of millions. All right, so it very much hits like the flu does. It's literally one of those where the way it hits and how it hits, it's one of those that. At least with the flu, we have vaccines. We have things to lessen the symptoms. There are ways to help support you know, your immune system going through that. Yeah. With this virus, we don't have any of that because it's the first time it's happened. Yeah, it's like having that. the flu for the very first time on the planet. And you don't have a vaccine yet to right. kill. So it's literally it's culling the weak. And those who survive, they're lucky. So you may be listening or watching and hearing us talk about this deadly coronavirus. And you may be asking yourself, well, Cameron, Will, this doesn't matter to me. I'm a gamer. I sit enclosed in my house. I play my video games. I don't have human interaction. Don't have to be too concerned about that. Everything's safe on my end. Well, we're here to talk about this because you may be wrong, sir. Because this has gotten to a point now, especially because it is being is popping up in China that this is affecting the gaming industry in a lot of different ways. Which is kind of interesting because, like, as far as this, like, what impact do you think it's going to have? Well, basically, coronavirus is coming for your games. Okay, kids? You're out there listening. It's coming for your games. You need no, to no, hide them away. No, put no, your no, consoles no. up. No, no, no. It's not coming for your games. It's coming for your Fortnite. It's, it's what it's doing. <laughs> it's going to take all the servers down. You remember that little event where it was like the black hole and it souped up and like you couldn't play and you freaked out for days on end until yep. Fortnite Chapter 2 came out? That's going to be for real. It's never, it's, it's, it's it. That's it. You know, like, it's all you're going to see when you log into the Fortnite service. You're not going to see anything else. You're going to be like, Mom and Dad, oh my God. What's going on? My Fortnites. That's what's going to happen, kids. Oh, oh, I'm Dark Turner saying each PlayStation 5 will come preloaded with the coronavirus. <laughs> well, it's funny you talk about that. So what's going on in the industry is that it the coronavirus because it's in china guess where a lot of our gaming technologies and games and consoles come out from uh so funny thing 
it, with everything going on, um, it's about 300 miles away from the factory that Foxconn uses to produce these things. And and that's the big thing that start, we it's starting to affect the gaming industry in a lot of different ways. Um, I've pulled up some reference materials for us, but it's already started affecting things like... Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. What happened? Oh, Palace. Like, dude, thanks, but wow. You didn't what have the to hell, that. man? Thank you, dude. Palace streams. He rolls in here. He comes into episode two of the Rocket Punch show, and now he's throwing subs out to everyone there. Everybody, please give... We're shouting out. Yeah. Oh, um, also, uh, shout out Hobo Slayer's YouTube. Yes, I will. I can. I don't know if I can do that, but I can shout out their... Palace, if you can get us the link to that, we will definitely shout that out as well. But, um, oh, I spelled that wrong. Um, Oh. But, um... Thank you so much, Palace. If you got a sub from him, make sure you give him a pat on the back and a high five here. Um... But yeah. no, like we, it's it's getting to a point here, where um, I was actually looking at articles as you're taking care of that. Um, yeah. The Outer Worlds, which was lined up to come to Nintendo Switch, that they've um, the studio has come out and said that that is going to be delayed because of the coronavirus outbreak. Yeah. Um, the coronavirus apparently is causing delays for Switch shipments in Japan. Yes. Um, funny enough, you know why. No, I, I um, so Foxconn is the manufacturer that all these people partner with. So Microsoft, PlayStation, Nintendo, Apple, they all partner with Foxconn. And one thing you need to be aware of is Foxconn is now having to quarantine their workers for up to 14 days before they will allow them to continue a lot of the job work. roles because they're not trying to infect the rest of everybody else in their workforce. So it's a very odd situation right now because of all of that. So, like, it stinks for us gamers. But, I mean, these people have lives and they need to be able to provide for their families. I don't blame them quarantining their people. Yeah. Like, at this point, like, you know, quarantine, like, as much as we may hate it, tends to work. It has... Even going, like, it has, um, there were, because of the Overwatch League in this season, they were doing home city events. Um, in March, in the later part of February, they had stuff lined up in China for the Shanghai Dragons and all the other Chinese teams. Yeah. That has been delayed indefinitely. I, we yeah. still don't know what they're going to do, but all those matches got pushed out because of the coronavirus. If there are even articles, it's getting to a point where some people... Um, are suggesting that the new, your brand shiny new console, PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, could suffer delays because of this virus. Um, it's it's so like it start. This is starting to ripple through and affect the industry. And so I figured we'd sit down and take a second, kind of talk about this event with the coronavirus in the gaming industry. And two questions I've got for us here. Number one, what do we think? are some of the impacts this could have for the industry like clear cut what are some of our guesses if stuff gets delayed how far do we think gets delayed how do you think that'll affect rollouts and stuff and then also um will this affect next gen consoles in games and if so how i don't know if it'll affect next gen consoles uh it's probably going to be a console shortage in the beginning but Mm -hmm. i usually attribute that to people being overly zealous for the hardware they want because you know, with everything going on, let's be real. A new console launch is an exciting time for anyone who plays games. Okay. Well, you also got to look at, at one thing. 
with everything going on. Ultimately, the big issue we're going to run into is people will overreact and they're going to buy everything they can that may or may not come out of China infected when it comes to the gaming front. Because okay. then they're going to eBay the hell out of it and they're going to jack those prices up because of scarcity. Ooh, that is a good point. I don't think we've thought of. Okay. Yeah, because, oh man, you at another level of scarcity. What's going to happen? You're going to have people sharking it. They're gonna have, you're gonna have jerks out there. Here's your brand new PlayStation Five coronavirus free. Yeah, all you have if you want it right now, all you have to do is pay fifteen hundred dollars. We've already opened it up and sterilized it with Clorox wipes. <laughs> Come on and buy it now. Yeah. Um, like honestly, it's one of those where it's like, ah, guys, I hate to be that guy to think that way, but I was like, all right, if I had no morals, what would I do? And then Darth Turner in chat does bring up a point because I did hear about this. So the virus only lives on surfaces for about eight hours. Yeah. So that is good. So if they're shipping consoles out, it, it should eventually die off. You don't have to worry about it. Right. Especially with now a lot of things get vacuum packed as well. Like there's weird things. But the big thing I would really look at is not necessarily the, con- the, mater- the, the virus surviving on a material. You got to look at the people who are bundling and packaging and making these products because it's not completely automated. And so if these people are dying like flies, you can't just train somebody in two minutes and put them on this line. And, you know, it's one of those where that honestly exists. Like at this point, these are real humans with lives. They need to be put in front of and before our desire for new hardware. I mean, that's literally all it needs to be. It's like, all right, cool, man. I like the fact that Foxconn is quarantining their people because, hey, keep them separate, lock it down, just let it go, guys. If we got to wait till 2021 because this affects production on things and it pushes it back two, three months, it's not the end of the world. You're still going to spend the money on the console. But my next-gen console, well, I got to have it now. I got to have it Yeah, and those people need to live, so... Nobody cares about them. Everybody cares about them. I just want to be very clear about that. But (laughs) nobody cares about them, Will. No, in in all seriousness, as salty as I get about certain things, and I get mad and upset, like, these are people with lives, wants, and desires just like us, and they need to be able to exist. Yeah. If they're brought into this world, they have a chance at doing something, even if it's just a menial job that lets them eat. Like, hey, you know what? You got something. And maybe you got your Dragon Ball Z Doken battle in there. I don't know that you play on 15, <laughs> but I'm telling you. <laughs> I had to figure a way to word that in there. I'm sorry. That was okay. That was for Seth since he's watching. That, that's okay. That's okay. It, it, there are a lot of different things. I think the... Oh, Jesus. Oh, Ooh, wow. That is an old one. Wow, I haven't seen that. That is a minute. super old one. Uh, thank you, Palace, for... Subs- Wait, why? you were already subscribed. I don't... Uh, I oh, sub. Uh, sub. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I love it. I was wondering if you were seeing red or orange like you're looking through a Dragon Ball. I'm not sure which. No, I, I think like the obvious clear cut impact we already seen. Things are getting delayed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of the things in, hmm? I'm interested about this is because, and this is a very broad thing to look at is like so let's say a lot of stuff gets delayed not only software but hardware so next-gen consoles like how does this affect the companies themselves because you also have to think about like these companies microsoft sony they have 
yearly budgets and whatnot. Will this slip affect them if, because of delays with the coronavirus, they have to push their consoles to next fiscal year? What does that say about their sales and their bottom line? You know, ultimately, I think investors would understand... Because let's be a hundred percent honest. Like at the end of the day, if you've got people pushing deadlines because of a massive world health outbreak, CDC put it at threat level three. Even when Ebola was a threat, it never made it to threat level three. Like at this point, it actually caused a massive downturn in the stock market already because of this. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, no, I started following a lot of this stuff once they said, "Oh, threat level three. It's like, oh, Ebola never made it to that. It's like. But you, before you had my what? Uh, At first you had my attention. Now you have my yeah yeah. Um, God. At first you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Oh, yeah, see, I was quoting Team Four Star. I was quoting uh, Django. Good movie. Yeah, look, all I'm saying is uh, I think Team Four Star is uh, just as funny. I agree. Uh, you know, Palace, we didn't know either. Yep, it was super... I knew it was set up, but I didn't know they had some ties to YouTube, so we should probably fix that later. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's a follow-on there, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah, Follow us on YouTube. We have YouTube videos coming out now weekly. Yes, uh, please. Uh, it will help us expand our reach into your brains. But I don't... <clears throat> now, granted, I think in the... In the grander scheme of things, average Joe Smo is not going to think about that. But, like, the big thing with, like, um, think how much of an impact it probably, it hurt, I mean, it, not probably, it hurt Ubisoft when they had to delay their slate of games from early this year to basically... Late this year and next year. But here's the thing. I think Yves is willing to take the hit on the chin if it means that their brand as a company stays intact. And I think that... And people need to be willing to do that. Exactly. And I, that's why I think, like, it'll hurt them short term. And you'll see some reports like, oh, Sony and Microsoft might be in trouble because they didn't release their consoles or whatnot. And they hit a loss Well, this hang, year. On, hang on. It's been like seven years since the consoles came out, right? Yeah. What, what's another three months? Yeah. I mean, like, let's be 100% honest. What's another three months? But let's talk more like, what if what if this potentially delays some games? And I'm not, I'm talking short term. What if... Cyberpunk, Last of Us. Mm, I don't um, think Cyberpunk would be much of an issue. They're actually a Northern European company. Well, it depends on when. Uh, I guess digital media aside, I'm thinking like physical media, like the where the where are those discs getting printed? If they're getting printed in China, I mean, I'm buying it on GOG. I'm sorry, it, CD Projekt Red owns GOG, but I will buy it on GOG so they get 100 percent of the revenue. If you are buying it physically, like could that Where's this impact? Could it affect physical distribution? Oh, no, it absolutely can. Um, funny thing, uh, if you are in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, as far as the way everything goes, I don't know if you guys know, but when you uh, come down Highway 72 over Chapman Mountain and you get to Moore's Mill right there, mm-hmm. you know that place on the left that always has the, the steam coming out of the top of the building mm-hmm. 24-7? Yeah. They, they manufacture optical discs. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. I know all those old, love yeah. all the little cutesy little buildings we have here. Yeah, so it's one of those where it's one of those, I agree with Leon, it's better to be safe than infected. Yes, because we don't know how our own bodies are going to react to this. Um, however, 
TechCorp brings up another point. They could be making the discs in Mexico. They could be bringing... And that's what, like... It, I, I do know that some there is some media that is made in China. Wh- who it is and what it is, I don't know. But yeah. that could be an impact where some games, they may be like, ooh, the physical... Could the, in, a, in a weird, inadvertent way, could this help push digital distribution and adoption more? Because they're like, oh, well, if you want it physically, you have to wait a month. But if you want it digitally, you can buy it right now and it'll be downloaded to your console. And I'm actually tempted on this one. It's like, I'm torn. Like, yes, I want it on PC. If I do get it on PC, it'll be on GOG. But I've also been torn to just buy it on Xbox digitally. That way, when the Series X comes out, it's like, oh, just download the game. Or better yet, like, hey, you know. Oh, I mean, okay, but that's a really old computer, man. What, what good is that? Halo Online is in chat letting us know that he found a old uh, computer on the side of the road. Yeah, man. Yes, tech or cloud gaming full circle. Um, it really depends, man. Like, ultimately, I'm... When I buy games now, I don't buy the physical game. I buy digital because it's easier for me to just download it, load it onto a hard drive or a solid state drive, and play the game. That's kind of where I am. I have a 5 terabyte hard drive plugged into the Xbox. That is my game download drive. Game Pass has let me download lots of games. (laughs) And I have played lots of games thanks to Game Pass. But... It's going to be interesting because I've kind of transcended the uh, the mortal form when it comes to physical games. You, your use of words there is just... <laughs> Look, I don't even... Seth with the I whole, don't even like, know. his body will explode and he'll go off into outer space thing last week. I was like, yeah, I can't even get mad at that. It makes me think of that meme. You remember that meme where like the... Do, 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 and like they're floating in space and they're spinning around. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Shooting stars. Um, the tech orphan chat says, but what measures can the gaming community take to protect ourselves and our families? Um, well, um, buy lots of Lysol and Clorox. Okay. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I, I'm going to take a second here. So, oh. To answer the tech orcs question, what I mean to do is that all of the gamers out there listening, the hardcore gamers... That you're you're now sweating bullets because this could affect your next gen consoles from being safely brought to you via Amazon or something in your home where you don't talk to anybody. How can you protect yourself? Well, okay, the easiest things to do are the to make sure you know clean up your space, throw away the chips and Mountain Dew in the hot pockets. You got to get rid of those boxes. They've been a month old. You got to dump them away. Uh, take the old pizza boxes you got. You need to put them in the trash bag. You need to take them outside. They don't belong in the house for longer than a couple of hours. Sitting them on the table for days just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Come on, we we know tech work gets at least two months. I, no, no, that's, that's still not enough. Okay, you got to wash your hands. I know it's real hard. It, it's something that might be unthinkable to you, but you got to wash your hands maybe thoroughly. Take a, maybe take a shower. Maybe do that. Like you gotta 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 make sure you clean your hands, clean everything off, so that way you don't the viruses don't come in there for you. I know these are these are really difficult things for us to do, but if we do these things, I think we will be safe from coronavirus. Um Tech so. Org, based on the fact that Darth Turner brought up earlier where it only lasts for about eight hours um, on a surface, I don't think they're going to ban the sale of electronics from China. I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna have travel restrictions and they're not going to allow People to travel to China for the meantime. Yes, we're telling you to, you know, 
wash yourself. <laughs> Just, I don't, you know, if you go if you go to the grocery store, they sell these things called bars of soap. I need you to buy like a 24-pack, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and I need you to just go into your bathroom, take one out of the box, turn on the water in the shower. You may have to buy a shower curtain while you're at Walmart. <laughs> it, it was, look, I, I'll let you guys know, it was really hard when I had to do that. When they like, my wife was like, look, you got to stay protected from this virus. Here's some soap. I know it's real hard, Kim, but you got to do it. And I was like, God. But it's for it's for the betterment of the gaming industry. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to scrub it out. That's yeah. that, that's the thing. That's my two cents on it. Yeah, um, you know, um, I, I would suggest you know, um, like what, what's some good popular soap out there? I think Levers a good brand, and then Irish Springs another one. You got another brand? <laughs> no, those are actually good ones. Irish Spring is a really good one. Um, <laughs> oh, but no, I think I think the big thing, honestly, like impact and stuff like that. Honestly, I think. If stuff gets delayed, crack no. open the backlog, <laughs> dude. If it gets delayed, if you got an Xbox or you got a PC and you got Game Pass, oh buddy, have you got some games you can play? You're yeah. good. Like, There's like what was on on the console? It's 253 games you can play right now. Uh, I lost track. It's yeah, I thought it was upwards closer to three. Um, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now. I think Darth Turner will have exact figures, but um, ultimately, just on that, there's that. But on the PC, they brought Final Fantasy 15 Windows Edition. And that will give you hundreds of hours of gameplay. Yeah, will. Or if you want to truly ascend beyond your mortal form, you can get Final Fantasy 14 and you can play that. <laughs> Dinaru in chat says, For the betterment of the gaming community, I shall bathe. <laughs> Thank you, Dinaru. Thank you. Where Where is the I'm doing my part mean? <laughs> right. I'm doing my part. <laughs> Honestly... You know, we need people to just go to gaming conventions and throw bars of soap at people. <laughs> 411 games across PC and console. You're right. He did. All have right. To, yeah. He did See, I, I knew he would know, man. He's the ultimate Xbox guru. <laughs> but no, I think like the easiest thing to do if, if you know, if it comes to that, uh, open your backlog out. There have been a ton of great games from 2019, 2018. Like, honestly, you go, go play The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Yeah. Or, you know what? If you got a PS3 or a PS4, get yourself Persona 5 and just get lost for that, a few hundred hours. Persona 5 alone is at least a minimum of 100 hours of game. And and that's if you're like sprinting through the game. Yeah. Like per, um, uh, The Witcher Hunt, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, you, you still be playing that game. Well, after these games have released, you still well, be playing it. What was it? it? Blood and Wine is like another 50 hours of gameplay? Yeah. And Heart, um, Hearts of Stone is like another 20 or 30. You got plenty of game over there. Um,. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, you can play World of Warcraft $15 a <laughs> No. No, I don't think I will. Oh, yeah. man. Um, but no, it... I think that's the big thing. Like, it's... It, it could affect the gaming industry. There's little that we can do as gamers for this. Like, if it, if, if it means that, as Leon LeGray said and everybody else in chat, like, be... Do you want your game delayed, or do you want the coronavirus potentially? Which yeah. you likely won't, but just for hypothetical sake, like so. So, Will asked you the question that I've heard before. So, they tell you, Will, you can have the Xbox Series X now, yeah, but there's a chance you might get the coronavirus, or do you wait six months and get it in 2021? So, here's my question. All right, okay. 
I think this is valid. When was the console manufactured and shipped? What time and day between when I'm getting well, it? Well, the, the, that's company proprietary will. We can't really give out that type of information. <laughs> you know what? Yes, I'll take it as long as you let me put it in this bag. I'll put it in that bag, and I'm going to vacuum seal that motherfucker. <laughs> and we will let the vacuum kill the virus. That's what we're doing. And then it's okay because then once once I let it sit in there for 14 days and let it just die off yeah. in a vacuum, I'm then going to take it out, rub it down with Lysol, and I'm going to sell it for five grand on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus free Xbox. <laughs> um, for triple the price. Um, yeah. Oh, God, if that was triple the price, Jesus. <laughs> but um, uh, Leon LeGrave's... Leon LeGray in chat says, gamers, gear up and suit up. Get your three millimeter gas. Oh my god, 3M gas. Um, but no, that's our topic. Uh, yeah, that is uh, the coronavirus in the gaming industry. I'm sure, like, keep an eye out. A lot of people have been posting about delays and stuff. I'm sure this won't be the last time we hear about delays and shifts um, in, in the gaming space with this virus until everything has kind of calmed down and we've um, corrected and kind of wiped it out. Um, but we'll definitely see. We'll keep you guys posted as well if anything huge breaks on that front. And uh, Tech Orc, my bet is they weren't going to go into production until around late February, early March because they got to wait for approval from Microsoft on the final CPU design. They do. Yeah. Yeah. 100% do. Um, that's it for our topic of the show, guys. Um, what we're going to do right now is, since this is the Rocket Punch show, like this, we had episode one, and that was fun, but this, yep. episode two is kind of leaning into the format of what we're going to be doing, guys. Yep. Um, for everybody watching on Twitch, is, we're going to take a quick break, um, kind of get cleaned up here, and then we're going to come back and talk, do some table talk here. We're going to talk with you guys about some of the games that we've played, some of the games that you guys have played, what you guys think of everything, kind of have a huge, nice kind of communal discussion. Um um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, to be fair, I think I'm going to go buy a bunch of stock in Irish Spring. And they're oh, manufactured. That's actually smart. That's a good yeah. idea. Um, but uh, we're going to do that. We're going to cut to um, a break real quick and come back with our table talk. If you're listening via audio, it'll be a, like a little quick break. You won't even miss anything here. So um, hang tight, guys. Don't go anywhere. Maybe you take a bathroom break, get some water. We'll be right back in just, just a Just wash second. your hands first. Okay, guys, hey. we are back. For our table talk discussion here on the Rocket Punch Show, um, we had to go we, wash our hands. Yeah, I'm sorry, we washed our hands. Coronavirus, you know, we had to be safe for yeah. you guys. Um, so we're back. <laughs> um, while we were gone, uh, <laughs> I have to read this comment. Uh, Palace streams in chat says, "Just so, just a heads up for anyone interested, Irish Spring is part of the Colgate Parmalove Company, and their stock is currently priced at seventy six oh three. So, if you're looking to." Make some bank off this horrible tragedy, I guess, virus outbreak, whatever. There you go. There's a chance. I mean, you know, now the other thing you need to look at if you're going to buy stock in this stuff is hand sanitizer. Ooh, yeah, that's actually a good one, too. That's good. You know, because we don't know if it kills the coronavirus or not, but Jesus, why not try? Alcohol should kill God near anything. Um, Yeah, well, you know, that's why we have 151. Good point. Good point. Uh, that never clear. That'll <laughs> kill everything. Ever kill, yes, it will cl- kill everything. So, 
Guys, welcome to Table Talk here. This is where we're kind of talking about the games that we've been playing, as well as jumping in. If you guys have comments about the games we're playing, as well as any other cool stories, jump in. This is very... kind of switching things up a little bit with the Rocket Punch show. This is kind of just where we get to chat and kind of hang out with you guys, answer questions you guys have for us, um, whatever you want. Um, And, you know, kind of whatever... We're making Table Talk whatever we want to make it, us and you guys together. And just as a heads up, you can get Everclear in 190 proof. Good lord. Just in case you were ever curious about how strong you wanted your bows. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> that let, is horrible. Let's jump into table talk here. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about games you played? Or do you want, to, want me to start first? Well, we both played the first one. So let's talk that game. Journey to the, Yes, we did. Yeah. So, Journey to the Savage Planet. We actually got a chance to play this. Um, <laughs> I am working... To try and um, review this game, uh, I've actually I'm I've gotten far enough where I think I have a pretty clear idea of where I want to place it. I just have to, you know, as with the new rollout and the new updates and stuff, we're just making sure we've got everything set in place so things go the way yep. we want it to. Um, I'm pretty sure I know what Cacrot's going to get based off of my opinions on certain things and how they're doing it. I'm just. It's getting my thoughts on paper. That's the hard part. It is. That's true. But Journey to the Savage Planet, we streamed it on Twitch um, last this past week. Uh, did not realize it at the time until you got the game. It's co-op. Yes. It actually has um, co-op gameplay. We played together the yes, entire stream. Um, Even technical difficulties aside. Yes. Well, that was only like the first part. We fixed it after that. Yeah, because I just switched to keyboard <clears throat> and mouse. This is a... This is a very interesting and cool little game, in my opinion. Um, I don't think it's perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it. So the game is basically you are this sp- sp- astronaut, and you've been sent to this planet to explore it and catalog it for this specific company that touts itself as the fourth best spacefaring company in the galaxy. Let's be real, you're a meat buddy. <laughs> Yes, oh god. <laughs> oh god, meat buddy. It let's actually talk about some of these. So this is I feel like this has some of that Borderlands esque humor. Yeah, except they lean into it in a totally different way. I didn't expect those videos at all. So when you're on in journey to start off with, when you you wake up every day, you're in your ship that's crash landed on the planet. And you have this table, and it has this um, screen on it. And every time you go in, you'll get these ads for these different shows. There was the Meat Buddy one, mm-hmm. which was horribly gross, and it was making me sick. But you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. It basically, it was hilarious because it was this ad on, like, have your unused meat parts, like gizzards and pieces of chicken and meat and stuff just put them in this machine and make your own meat buddy and it makes the little meat buddy and he's like ah. oh my god it was hideous and gross but it was hilarious it's like a furby way. on horrible steroids yes um it uh, th- one of my favorites um was the um the the miniature mall, the micro mini mall oh, thing with the Black Friday alert. <laughs> Put it in Black Friday mode and watching people kill each other. That was great. Hey, you know what? We're nerds, we're Rutu, and we're proud of it. Yeah. Welcome to the stream, sir. Oh man, rocket fuel. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Um. So, 
No, that was that the commercials and stuff are hilarious to watch. Um, I guess we should go ahead and say that if you if you ha- don't know about the game, we actually have an episode of Playground the Playground up on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Rocket Punch Go. You can go over there and check it out. Um, yep. And it has about 25 minutes. I go through two missions for that. So if you just want to see what the game is about and how it plays, it's a great chance to go over there and check it out for yourself. Um, and also um, like and subscribe the video if you like it. Yes. Uh, help us out. Mind you, I'm actually pulling the video up right now so I can link to it. But it it plays... I've heard some comparisons to like Metroid Prime and sort of... In a weird way where it kind of goes back, I kind of get that, but it plays almost a little bit more akin to like a Metroid meets No Man's Sky type of play where like, yeah, you're in, you're on this planet and you're trying, basically there's this huge tower at the top of this like huge floating mountain and you're working your way through these different biomes to get to that top point. Right. And you have... As you go along, you get upgrades for your suit and wep. Oh, I say weapons, but your suit and like your um your gear. tools, your gear, um, like the little booster pack that we got, um, the one we found very useful, the um the, the grapple hook the grapple thing. hook thing that was once we got that. Oh, it the really, plasma hook, yeah. It really opened up a lot of stuff for us. Oh yeah, yeah. No, especially when we're like going up the side of a mountain and all that. Well, as fun as the boss fight. It's like, that oh, was yeah. fun. We we ran into a boss. There was this like crab creature that came out, and we it was a lot easier co op. I'm sure it would have been a lot tougher if, if it had been like single player. Oh yeah, because essentially we had one of us pulling aggro and the other one shooting. Hmm? But it it you go through and you explore these planets. You're finding these. It very much. I don't see. It's a lot of collecting. So like you collect a lot of. Um, there's this like ooze pocket that you find throughout the world and you eat them in order to gain like health it essentially gives you tumors and those tumors give you abilities it's weird it's it's very it's weird and funny how they describe that to you yeah what was it the second upgrade they describe how hard your glutes are then yeah it's you must like have rock hard glutes um, it's like wait what <laughs> but it it was a really cool and a really fun game um i feel like some of the world was kind of wasted. I feel like there's a lot, at least from what we've explored, yeah. there's a lot of open space, and I don't know if they utilize the world to its fullest potential. <coughs> um, I mean, they didn't. But it's also not a full price $60 game. It's a $30 game. Yeah. Yeah, but this and, is clearly from an indie studio. Um, let me, I'm, I'll actually pull up exactly who it's from. Um I know uh, 505 Games published it. The developers are Typhoon Studios. Those are the developers. Um, but it was a really interesting game that I saw. And like, I, I will say, the puzzles are really great. I really like the puzzles. And us like, there's the one where we had to rebuild this crystal. But yeah. in order to do that, we had to go into scan mode and like slowly find and the... I- I had no idea how to do that on a keyboard and mouse because you're telling me one thing and you're on a controller. My computer won't read the controller for this game for some reason. Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I just get to figure this out. There was the platforming stuff where you had to like go out on these like uh, leaf leaf pad platforms to jump across to get to the next platform. Yeah. And some of them fell out from under you. I ended up doing okay with that section. You did better than I did. 
<laughs> Jack Wolfhard <laughs> Jack says, I had the flu, still do. So what you going to do when I run wild on you? Oh, who's that? What wrestler is that? Uh, That's a Hulk Hogan. Oh. That's a Hulk Hogan reference. I got it. The, inf- the infamous man himself. Um, But no. It, <laughs> Thanks, Cocker. <laughs> the... No, Journey to the Savage Planet was really cool. Um, I've had a real a whole lot of fun with it. Um, once I get my thoughts coalesced, I will have a review for you guys. Um, and 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 in full disclosure, like for everyone listening and for everyone watching, like it's one thing we talked about before. Like it, yep. it, with twenty twenty, our big thing is being as like not that we haven't been before, but being as clear and honest with you guys as well as for, as far as like some of our processes and stuff are on the back end. You know, you guys have asked for reviews. We are going to bring them to you here. Um, one of the things we're doing right now, we've got the games. We just have to get our thoughts down on paper. Yep. And once we do that, really just nailing down what the format of our video reviews, as well as our, um, when we write them down, are going to be. Um, but um, we're working on that. Once we get yep. all of that cleaned up and ready to go, you guys are going to get a lot of reviews from us. And I think it's a great year to start doing them, especially with all the... Oh man, I can't wait for Halo Infinite to come out so I can actually find out what that game is and then put words to it. If if you have to wait until the game's out to find out what it is, it's already in trouble. I, I mean, like I know what you mean. I'm get, get your hands on it and go. Just Not the uh, you know because there's always that first time you play a game, whether you realize, oh, this is amazing, or oh man, this is shit. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, here they're going, oh, or oh. Oh, please, no. Yeah, I agree. Like, the first time I played Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z, it's like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> I did not play that game. I'm glad oh. I didn't. It, it almost makes me heave just thinking about that game. It's but, bad. Drugs are bad, okay. But no, uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, I, it, it's really cool, quirky game um, that I was really interested in, and I'm, I'm glad I got a chance to play it. And then, like we said, guys... Um, go to our YouTube page if you want to find out more about the game and see us uh, our playtime with it. What did you have? You played it too. Yeah. I, I, I talked a bunch about it, but what did you have to say about it? What did you like and not like about the game? So I actually like the game quite a bit. I like the way the game responds. It's the first time in a while that I felt I played something that was more FPS-like on a keyboard and mouse that I didn't hate because the, the layout was dumb. Like okay. I can't stand Destiny on a keyboard and mouse because I think the key layout is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Okay, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, and well, first off, I played it with a controller first, so yeah, that that also has got my mind wired that way. I'm one of those weird people that, hey, if I play it this way first, that's how I play it. Period. You know, and your so, brain's kind of locked in on that one yeah, style. It, it's kind of like I can't watch you Hakusho show in Japanese because I saw the English for first. Yeah, and just like there are some anime I cannot to, to, watch. In English, because I saw it in Japanese. To a certain first. extent, I have that with that. Definitely with that, and also Dragon Ball as well. Although I've learned to kind of flip back and forth with Dragon Ball. I accepted Dragon Ball Super in Jap- in Japanese because, I, what, they like, just finished the English one? I was like, yeah, primarily because it was the only way you could watch it first. Is you had to, you better yeah, be deal with like, the Japanese. I wasn't about to miss that, so that's just the way it was. Um, but there are certain things where it's just like, no, I can't. I can't watch Naruto in English. I can't. Believe it's... it. <laughs> I know you're ready to like borderline vomit, but come on, please. Uh, don't do that to us. Um... <laughs> no, um, um, what Jack else? Wolfart, you are correct. You cannot drive a game properly. Okay. 
Rudy says bandit chat. <laughs> Yo, you know what I really can't wait for this year, though? Uh, I know, side note. The new Flight Sim. I'm interested in it. It'll yeah. be on Game Pass, so I'll play it definitely, but I'm interested I'm, in it. I'm, I want to get a Hotas. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 a big flag guy, so I know you're you're definitely like, down for no, it. Give me a Hotas. <laughs> but it looks great. The game looks yeah. good. It's I'm really interested to see how it comes together. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, be on the lookout for a review of Journey to the Savage Planet. If you want to just again, I'm gonna beat it to death. If you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, go check out YouTube. We've got a lot of videos coming out starting this year. And if you want to check out more about how um, Journey to the Savage Planet plays. You can find it on our the playground video that we've just released for the past week. <laughs> oh, now I gotta send you guys a link to what a hotas is since you don't understand that. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jack Wolfart. Second game that I played. Go for this it. This week, um, Apex Legends. So, <clears throat> one thing that was really awesome, and it makes oh no, I hit Command V. I'll put that clip in chat for people who haven't seen it yet, but um. I was lucky enough to, uh, for people who don't know us in, we're in Huntsville, Alabama. We have, a, uh, I guess it's Twitch Huntsville, Twitch Alabama, Stream Huntsville or Stream Alabama. I don't Official name, Twitch Huntsville. I'm just going to say Twitch Huntsville until I'm told otherwise. Um, uh, Twitch Huntsville is a real thing, yes. Okay. So uh, our Twitch Huntsville group, we have a lot of great streamers in there. A lot of you guys that are in chat are part of that stream group. Um, I was lucky enough to get a chance to play with um, two people, Danzig Streams and um, Nick Uncut. Make sure I get their names right because I definitely want to shout them out. Although it may only get, there's one and it may not get the other guy. So um, I got a chance to play with them and it was super awesome. We played through it was again like really reinvigorated that joy that I enjoy. I don't like battle royales, but I love Apex Legends, and I'm loving it more and more. The the more I get to play it with yeah. people, um, okay. we this clip I had to specifically talk about um, this particular clip because it was super super fun. Mm -hmm. We were in <clears throat> we had promised each other. For people, it, it, the video's an archive, but if you don't get a chance to watch it, we had promised each other that if we can get a win in um, Apex Legends, because we were all noobs. We were all like, dude, we are noobs. We're not good at this game. So, uh, I think Danzig had just jumped back in after a No, no, no. Uh, Nick Uncut had jumped, jumped in after a while on the game, and we were like, if we, if we get a win, we'll donate three subs to everybody's channel in our team. So we're like, dude, let's have fun. Let's go, go for it. And we finally get, we get better each match. Like, okay, we're 15th. Now we're okay. 13th. Now we're 11th. Okay. Now we're 7th. We slowly moved up. In this particular match, it was our fifth match of the night. We go in and we got to a point where we're like at the edge of the ring and we're in these buildings. And we're like, okay, let's run out and do such and such. And we're like, whoa, wait a second. Why don't we, let's just stay here and hang tight. As the ring closes, if people come in here, we can just take them out. Well, it's because we have time. We don't really have to go anywhere. And so we right. huddled in. We waited for that. Uh, nobody really came through us. But as we're waiting, like the team started dwindling and dwindling. So we eventually have to go out. Mm -hmm. We have to take matters into our own hands. There was a team, I think, one fight in there. I think I went down and... 
Nick was like a madman and like killed the other team and got us up. So we finally get the rings like super tiny now and we get in where it's like two teams left. It's us and them. Okay. And we're walking up this mountain where the, it's zoning us in and we're all of us are looking. There's a ship in the sky. We're like, they're clearly on the ship. They're waiting for us to come up on the ship. That's, that's a given. Right. Um, so um, here's what we got to do. We have to, you know, we're going to have to go on the ship. Everybody take, there are different ropes hanging down. Like everybody just grab a rope. We're going to hook up and shoot up and then we're going to do our thing. So we're like, we're preparing ourselves. We're like, heal up. Here we go. Like everyone's nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh God, if we can pull this off, it'll be freaking epic. We, everybody heals up. We get our ammo going. We got our gear ready to rock and roll. We're like, okay, clip in. I couldn't get a separate one, so I clipped in under um, Danzig. So okay. Danzig goes up, then I clip in and hook up right behind him. And sure enough, as soon as we land on the platform, gunfights come out. I jump up and immediately, I'm lifeline, so I throw out my heel bot instantly. Like, as soon as I touch ground, heel bot. Okay. Outside. Like, we're healing ourselves now. And in all that firefight, we instantly take out one of their guys, gets knocked down, then we, another guy goes down. Then we kill the first guy. Okay. So there's two people left. One guy's downed. And, and then from there, you can see in the clip, um, I'm shooting the shield of the second guy, break his shield, then I have to reload. Um, I think Danzig or somebody kills him. And so now we're walking around like, where's this third guy? Where is he at? Okay. We swing around. The dude pops out of nowhere. And I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I'm too far away. And I'm I, as I'm reloading, right as I put the clip in, um, Nick... Right behind us, he turns the corner, goes whoop, picks him off, takes him down, win. It was so epic. Nice. So much fun. Um, It was great for a lot of different reasons. The fact that that was my second Apex Champion win. Okay. The fact that it was the first time I won with with, um, members of the Twitch Huntsville group. Number two, it was Danzig's first Apex win ever. He had never won a champion okay. thing. And kind of jumping in and being a part of his first win was super awesome to see. Um, you can clearly see in the clip, we were losing a shit. Like, oh my god, we did it! We won with the champions! I I participated, and I helped by healing the team. Um, Danzig did awesome. He had three kills. Nick was the carry. Seven kills. So we had ten total kills for our team. It was a blast. I loved every minute of it, but Apex Legends, I don't know what it is about the game, but I don't care much for Battle Royales, but this game just keeps pulling me in. I actually, because of that, I was able to get enough points to get the new character for Season 4, Revenant, okay. for free. I didn't have to pay for him. Cool. So it was pretty awesome that I was able to do that. Um, cool, man. There. I, I gotta say, with everything going on... <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you guys had fun because it's one of those where it's like, man, I just can't get into Battle Royales. Yeah, I'm the same way, but there's just something about that game that's... Uh, maybe it's because it's first person. I think that's it because I like first person shooters. Okay, that's fair. In the Battle Royale um, mantra there. Well, this is the total opposite of a Battle Royale, but there's a lot of people in this game. Okay. I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV again. Ooh, talk, yeah, talk about that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about. I've... Uh, I got my sub active. I started questing again. I'm a level 40 paladin. And uh, just going back to uh, gaming roots. I'm playing some Final Fantasy, man. <sighs> Beyond that, like, in all seriousness, like, FF14, it's scratching an itch. And 
you know, I'm. I didn't realize how much I missed the Final Fantasy music. As I look at <laughs> your shelf behind you as well. Let me take you on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You don't need to. I have the discs too. Yes. So good. Uh, but, just... uh, yeah, no, man. It's, uh, it's literally, literally. All right. Uematsu um, needs to be arrested for crimes against humanity for withholding all the knowledge in his brain from the rest of us for so long. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you released music too slowly. We need more. Beyond that, no. I, it's Final Fantasy. I love the art. I love the game. It's just I'm playing it with friends instead of on my own, and I'm okay with that. It's. I definitely want to say because I remember my early times in World of Warcraft. Oh. That you have to send me some of that art because. Oh, I, I downloaded all of it. I'll give it to you. Yeah, please. Like it's really something. It says a lot when you have these games. Like for people out there, and you go play these MMO games, or really a lot of multiplayer games like Apex or whatnot. Um, and you, I remember way back when because Will and I have known each other for a really long time. I remember when I first played World of Warcraft, it was in Burning Crusade. Oh, yes, I remember. Because you were like, we we, we, we worked at CompUSA at the time, and we were like, yeah. oh, you got to play this. And I jumped in, and I started playing a little bit, but it was it didn't really hit that because oh. I didn't really have a lot of people to play with. Oh, Ruritu. No, he played 11 with music off. Oof, come on, man. A big oof. Um, you got to do that, man. You got to pl- listen to music. It's good. It's real good. I promise. But you're not going to hate yourself. I ended up, but I remember once um, I got to the other job at the time or my next job and then met with those people and they were like, oh, play World of Warcraft with us again. And it was during Wrath of the Lich King. That like playing with friends really makes a difference. It does. And I'm, I know, like I'm tempted. I'm probably going to jump back into Final Fantasy 14 as well. I mean, that's cool, man. I will get you into the clan, and we will uh, go about murdering the bad guys and yes. resurrecting the good guys. But it, like, playing Apex with friends, what uh, Jack Wolfhart said in chat, he makes a comment here and says, I mean, I play PUBG with a buddy, and I hate PUBG, but it's fun with a friend. No, right. and absolutely, I'm not going to take that away from anyone. Playing games with friends is better than playing on your own. Yeah. I, I've always liked that. The main reason I love Smash so much, the original Smash, was because it was a game I could only play with my friends. And we were all going over to each other's houses all the time when I was a kid on the N64 to play Smash. That was the thing. So it's like, well, you're playing Final Fantasy VII and Exploring Midgard. I was literally going to people's houses and whooping some butt with Link. <laughs> any um, any cool stories for fourteen? Any cool events uh... that you had? So, not really. I mean, I'm literally just questing, trying to get... I'm at 40, got to get to 80. So, okay. it's a push. Um, but I'm probably about to reboot uh, my character and make a ninja instead of a paladin because I'm feeling some DPS instead of tanking. You know. Um, Halo Atlantis in chat has this highlighted message. Um, he says, I bought WoW at CompUSA and playing on a G4 iMac. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. At CompUSA, what year did you buy it? And then um, Rurutu in chat says, I don't know. It's hard to beat Yoko Kano, Akino Arai, Maya Sakamoto back in the day. All right. You know what? Yoko Kano and Maya Sakamoto, I can agree with you. Um, who, who are those? Are you serious? You don't? I will educate you. Like, yeah. I don't... No, 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 no. They're excellent. Yes. Um, you know what? 
that's okay, but maybe you should mix in some Uematsu to go with it. Mm-hmm. it it'll give you a nice palette. Uh, 2005, so you got it the year before I worked there. <laughs> the darn. The, um, but no, like, it, it, it jumping into 14, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking at trying to do that. I'm going to play Yeah, some. no, I'm, this is going to be the year where I catch up on all the games I wanted to play or any of that kind of stuff. So you may not see as many new games for me this year, guys, and I apologize, but at the same same time, I there's so many good games out there that I have missed because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses, as it were, and I'm done with that. I just want to play games and have fun. Don't worry, I'll take care of the slack for them. No, no, you won't, because you're going to be going up back and playing Final Fantasy. Well, yeah, I mean, you have until April 3rd, and then after that, it's just going to be Final Fantasy VII for the rest of the year. You assume much. <laughs> Where are they making your uh, collector's edition of Final Fantasy? It's going to get delayed. Oh, in China. Yeah. It's in China. Coronavirus. I mean, don't tell me that. I mean, we just had a whole topic about don't, it. Don't. I know, but still, like... I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just saying, like... I'm just... I'm hoping that I jumped on early enough that I got one of the, like, pre-production... The production models that were done before the outbreak. I hope so. And I'm going to get it before... Everyone else, like they were sending emails saying, Hey, it's been delayed. Let us know if you want to confirm you still want your hold. And I was like, I'll just pay you the money now. Here, take my money. It's, it, this <laughs> You're is, like, Oh, I'm this sorry. is happening. <laughs> Did I stutter when I placed the pre order? Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, th- this is happening. Um, okay, so right. Final Fantasy 14. I'm curious, uh, I'm excited to hear some stories from there. It'll be interesting for sure. Um, uh, just you know, hey. <clears throat> Anything else? Any other games you play? I'm playing Kakarot, but that's because I'm reviewing it. So, you know, I got it. Once I see him go Super Saiyan for the first time and I experience it myself, the review will be completed. Because at that point, the rest is icing on the cake. If you can nail that moment like you've nailed other moments in the game, that will solidify where this game needs to be in my brain. Okay. And I will probably see that happen tomorrow. Cool. Awesome. Um, Yeah, it's amazing what, what happens when... Oh man, you have crap Ruto. Unfortunately, I've heard that. Just I don't need to go into further detail, but yes, um, there's some things in this game that are amazing, and there's some that it's just like, even in the manga, they gave it so many panels on purpose, and it was a full page thing. I have problems, but we'll find out in the review. Yes, when he gets it out. So be patient. Yes. Uh, the last game I want to talk about, you haven't, had, you didn't get a chance to play it. Um, nope, you, but that's okay, and that's cool because um, it's it'll be free to play here. So I actually got to play a little bit, maybe like thirty minutes to an hour, in the closed beta for Fantasy Star Online Two um, right. on Xbox One. Um, I think there's going to be an open beta soon, some point, because I think the game comes out in April. So. Uh, stay tuned if you want to jump in for that. I mean, that's fine because I'll be playing 14, so we're good. We're good. It. If you didn't play, were you on the train when PSO originally came out on the Dreamcast? Back I didn't in the day? have a Dreamcast. Oh, you didn't? Nope. Oh, my. N64, GameCube, and PS2. That's well, what I had in that time frame. Rutu in chat says, is that like a 10-year-old game? It, it PSO2 has been out. Overseas in Asia for a while. It hasn't been ten years. It's, it's been. It's from the this last decade. Yeah, it's. I want to say maybe three to five years old. 
Um, Which is great. That means there's lots of content. <laughs> but like the big thing is, is that if you were a fan, like Fantasy Star Online on the Dreamcast was like probably my first MMO. In, in, and I'm putting quotes in the air. Little in the Timmy's sense. first MMO. And it was it was so awesome. I loved every minute of it. I remember a lot of like instances hunting for like this special legendary item that I could try and get and had to do runs. The normal stuff you would do in an MMO. And so I was pretty pumped to play Fantasy Star Online 2. Um, so I played about 30 minutes to an hour. I went through the introductory section. That's about as far as I got. I'm going to tell you, there are some things that got to be fixed on this if, it need, if it's going to come to a console here in the States. Oh, yeah. The biggest one is that the text is itty bitty weeny weeny tiny. We're talking this you you boot this game up and you can clearly tell that this was made for this is like a PC port. Because the text is so the text is probably the bottom right of the rocket punch show stuff above the scrolling banner. It's smaller that than good? that oh, in Jesus. comparison. Like I had to get up to my four, my 55 inch TV to see the text. And the way the colors and the palettes were it was like white on light blue. Uh, no and so like you had to read really, really hard um, to do that. Uh, Rutu says, don't have time for MMO, too much grinding. Yeah, I don't blame you on that one, man. I don't. Um, no, 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 no. Ultimate MMO. All the but grind. It, uh, Fantasy Star Online was always treated like it It was very easy. Like there's, they had the same mechanics, but you didn't have to go through a whole lot. and You didn't have to memorize a whole lot to do it. I mean, the buttons are very much like... Your X and Y do slashes and attacks. You have your little bar that you can hold left trigger to switch between different bars and weapons. You use A to jump and move around the world. It's really cool. This game, I'm glad it's free to play. I'm going to give it a shot. Granted, this is a closed beta. This is clearly a game that's a couple of years old. Um, The graphics look fine. They don't look stunning or great. Yeah, for a 2020 game. And it's, it's not. an MMO though too. Like MMOs always look a little worse. Yeah. And, and I agree because they don't have time. They don't update the engine every year. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, it played like I would have expected PSO to play. A lot more stuff on the screen. But traditionally you, you usually see that in a um, Eastern game. Or an MMO style in general. Game. Yeah. Like you know when you get into like high end rating and wow you your screen will be covered in shit yeah and so it's not that unbelievable to see it in another game where there will probably be raids yeah but the other than that the game was true to life fantasy star fun i wish i, I by the time this goes out especially for audio listeners i doubt i'll have more time to play it because the beta will have closed um i'll wait until the open beta maybe to get a chance to play more but I really want to spend a little bit more time with it to see what the final product is going to be like. But yeah. I'm giving my initial impressions. If you had to ask me, like Cameron, how would you rate it so far? My impression would be good. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but if you're a Fantasy Star Online fan, I think this will be something really cool for you to jump into. And, and the fact that it's free to play and you just pay for cosmetics, I think is going to open a lo- a do- the door to a lot of different people. Yeah. To try MMOs. I think it's also going to be interesting because it's only going to be on the Xbox. Yeah. So, typically this kind of stuff will come to Sony. And Microsoft cut out a check and said, here you go, bring it over. Yep. Now, whether... I'm curious if that's timed because I think that would do... I think the Sony crowd would eat this up. 
Yeah, but you got to remember, Microsoft's publishing it. Mm. If they're publishing it, then... It, may, then come no, to, it, it may come to PC. If they're publishing it, they could still be a time to deal. They, um, they may say, hey, we want to make sure for like a year or two that we get all a part of the cut and then they give it to place and it's backroom deals i don't know but yeah publishing if they're publishing it that does equate to some some form of yeah compensation if they leave the platform yeah 100 percent. yeah um rurutu in chat says does xbox have an audience for mmo games um actually they do uh, as far as everything goes away right now you got neverwinter on there which is an mmo you also have Elder Scrolls Online. You do have ESO on there. And it's on game. game Pass. So Anybody can play that. And ESO is not a monthly fee you know, game. So, yeah, essentially you can play that game for free on Game Pass. It's good to know. I forget, about, I forget about that whole thing. Yeah, well, you know, it's ESO. It looks pretty and the beginning's fun, but late game is kind of garbage. Never got a chance to play it. Oh, don't worry. I took a week vacation to play the launch. Oh wow, okay. So yeah, you're the expert. <laughs> yeah. I I actually was in the alpha, the beta, and in the launch wave one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um that game was fun but rough. They've made a lot of quality of life upgrades over the years, but it's Bethesda. If you want if you want like any kind of like quest indicator on the little compass thing on top mm-hmm. that's an add-on that you got to download through a third party Ooh, come it's, a, on. it's a mod come on get out oh, of dude here. there's no in-game clock that you can see on the screen that's a mod like all that stuff come on bethesda come on man oh yeah no no, no. that's a uh, typical bethesda no we'll, we'll build a framework and all that you guys can mod it but mod too no far we'll ban you no big deal um Anything else? Any other games you guys have? Anything else that you viewers have? <laughs> questions or... Um... Oh, uh, no. I'm not reading that Halo. <laughs> we have to. He, he used rocket fuel to power that. Fallout 76. I read it. <laughs> it's like... Uh... <clears throat> um, ooh, Jack Wolfhart says Microsoft is apparently making a new Mech Assault. All right. Is, is that the one that had the big, like, $200 controller? No, I don't think that was it. Was it? Mech Assault, though. I'm, I'm in for more mech games. Um, yes. Speaking of a game franchise that is poorly underserved, how about Gundam? Oh, don't. Don't get me started. No, okay. I was mistaken. I am thinking about the game Steel Battalion. Ah. I'm actually curious. How much is that now? It's probably going to Buy work. used for $400. Oh, buddy. Man. I mean, they tried something new. I'll give them that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jack will fart says that was still battalion. Yeah, he got me. New new mech assault. I never played that. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't. But I'm down for a mech game. We need more mechs. We must uh, train our future warriors. A, a, a mech game that I love, that I wish would come back, is um, Front Mission. Squeenix did it. Yeah, uh, um, it was SquareSoft back in the day. But oh, what would be in? What was that other game? What was it? Mech Warrior. That is a game, yes. Did oh. you play Mech 5? Um, I did not. Me personally. I don't... Did you? Do you know Mech 5? Do you know what Mech 5 is? Was it Mech Warrior 5? 
I think that's mech, what there is a Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. Um, yes, sir. Ooh, this looks cool. This looks good, Jack Wolfhart. And I'm just watching like the 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 video reel on the website. Um. No, oh, Armored Core is the game I'm thinking. Armored Core. Oh snap! I remember playing that game on the PlayStation Two because it was one of the few launch gate launch games. Yeah. No, on the PS3 and the 360, there was Armored Core Four. That's where my mind went. Okay. Yeah, we need another one of those. Uh, Jack Wolf Arts oh, is... It came out last month. Yeah. We want to check that out. Ooh. Oh, wait. Is that on Epic Games Store? I think it is. I don't know if it did. I think that's on Epic Games. He's, he's double checking right now. I'm not sure if it is. We'll have to check that game out and see. I'm not sure. Ah, uh, it is. It's 50 bucks. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it does. I might have to mute it. Uh, oh, it's already no, muted. No, I got my whole system muted. Um... Anything else? Any other questions you guys have for us? Any other comments you got? Any other games and stuff? We got table talk. It's, it's remember it's our fireside chat. We get to goof off with you guys for. Oh. What games would you like us to see or or like us to play, guys? That that's another one. Like, what would you like to see in like a playgrounds or anything along those lines? It's a good question to ask. Because, uh, I mean, we have, we personally have games that we've already picked out that we're going to be playing this year. But if um, if there are any games that you guys want to see, if you're listening or um, watching, uh, let us know in our Discord. Let us know on our social media. Hit us up at, um, um, why am I blanking on this? Hit us up at Rocket Punch Go on Twitter and Rocket Punch Network on Facebook. Um, let us know what you guys think there. Um, we'll be glad to hear your input out. Hmm. So guys, if that's all if that's all good and said, we're going to wrap up Table Talk yeah. here and that is going to be it for episode 2 of the Rocket Punch show. Um starting to get into the format proper, starting yep. to feel the flow, feel the power. <laughs> um as we said guys before, um thank you guys so much for joining us here. If you want to help support the show and help keep the Rocket Punch effort going here, make sure you're following us. And um, on social media, Rocket Punch Go on Twitter, Rocket Punch Network on Facebook, um, Rocket Punch Go on Instagram. Um, share our stuff. Tell your family and friends. Like seriously, it, it, you don't have to support us with monetary dollars if you don't want to. If you help share our stuff and help um, tell your f- friends and family that might be interested in what we've got to talk about, send them over here. That really helps us out because that helps us spread the word about Rocket Punch to more people. Um, so that always helps. You can um, throw your um, free Twitch Prime sub our way over here on Twitch. You can um, consider supporting us on Patreon, get access to exclusive stuff. The whole nine yards, guys. There's plenty of ways to support us, free or monetarily, and it's totally up to you. You guys have the power and the freedom to decide on what you want to do and how you support us, and we thank you guys for every <laughs> bit of it. Uh, with that being said, um, thank you guys so much. For another great episode, we'll see you next week for episode three. Until then, farewell. Bye.